Hi, this is Matt Kirkegaard from Australian Brews News, and this is a special edition of Radio Brews News, in which we uh, learn a little bit more about the breaking news today that Four Pines Brewery in Sydney has been bought by ABI. Uh, we will be running our regular podcast this week, both uh, Radio Brews News and Beer is a Conversation, but this news landed in our laps today, and we did get the chance to speak to Jaron Mitchell, um, the founder of Four Pines, and also Peter Filipovic from CUB and ABI, just to chat a little bit more about the decision uh, to sell and the decision to buy uh, one of Australia's biggest previously independent craft breweries. So without any further ado, this is James Atkinson and I chatting with Jared Mitchell and Peter Filipovic. Jaron Mitchell, Peter Filipovic, welcome to uh, Radio Brews News. Thank you very much for your time. And Jaron, uh, congratulations. Big news for Four Pines Brewery today. Yeah, thanks, Matt. It's, um, it is very, uh, it's huge, actually. Look, incredibly exciting and um, you know, really looking forward to what's about to happen. Uh, look, I guess the first question is talk us through the deal. What can you tell us? Yeah, so we were approached, gee, it'd be over 12 months ago now, and, um, you know, as per the, the press release, I was naturally, you know, pretty sceptical. Um, I ended up jagging some grand final tickets, so I thought, oh, this is a, I've, I've nailed it here. <laughs> and, um, and, and anyway, and then, and then I kind of was obligated to keep on chatting, right? And so we, we chatted and chatted and chatted and, and, you know, got to know more and more people and, you know, meet this guy from Global, from ZX Ventures. I don't, do you guys know what ZX Ventures is? Yeah, that's the uh, investment arm of AB InBev, ABI. Yeah, it's like, it's like the innovation incubation hub, I suppose, for lack of a better term, of, of where, where is the future of beer going, you know? Yep. Is it drones, brew pubs, is it e-commerce, is it, you know, brewing at home, is it, you know, you name it. It's, um, it's pretty exciting. Um, and then also Agora, which is their, um, you know, their kind of like global platform for, I suppose, small brewery excellence, you know, so they, everything from, you know, ingredients, and um, you know, knowledge sharing, and uh, you know, the various breweries and that that are now part of the ABI network, um, and they kind of get in and dock and get dirty, um, and then uh, and then also um, you know, so so you know, other guys from ABI, you know, met more and more people, and went shit, there's actually something in this, there really is. So I suppose conversations really heated up about three or four months ago, and um, you know, we're hit, we're we are here where we are today. Did you happen to chat with uh, Jasper Cuppage last week when he was in town? Uh, I actually missed him when he was in town, but I've been chatting to Jasper along the way. Um, naturally, you know, it, you know, as well, also been chatting with guys who, um, you know, have been part of this before. Um, it is, you know, they've done many of these now, and and obviously, no one will know what this is actually going to look like until the rubber does actually hit the road. But we've done, you know, 12 months of, of you know, pretty serious conversations and and actually understanding what it looks like for these guys that are now two and three years into the the relationship. I suppose is the the best indication of what it will look like. And you know, of course, there's bad stories out there. Yeah, everyone can find a bad story. There's bad stories about four pints today, and then you know, every brewery and every business in the world today. But for me, the the overwhelming uh, number of good stories that have come of this come from this not just for the businesses, but for the people in those businesses, their ability to, one, the businesses grow pretty much instantaneously, that's only natural, um, but the ability for people to grow inside those businesses 
um, and and even to, to grow beyond that and the international opportunity that opens up, it's, it's exciting stuff. Now, we'd be completely remiss if we didn't ask for a number. No, it would be, absolutely. <laughs> a big high five for both of you and a chest pump. But uh, no, look, naturally, I've got to respect the, uh, the fact that it is an undisclosed sum. Um, and first time I've ever undisclosed sum because... Um, yeah, so so that's that's where we're at with that. Is that something though that's going to come out one way or another in AB ABI's reporting, uh, Peter? I I'll speak for Peter there. I reckon <laughs> James. I reckon you'll get it out of me if you get me pissed one night. So <laughs> I'll be I'll be with Jaron. So he won't. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're inseparable at this stage. <laughs> Are, are you able to even just pin it down on a non-specific, but you know, like a, a, a multiple of a beta earnings, for example? No, no, no. It's a, um, it's a, it's confidential, uh, and yeah, it's an under, it's an undisclosed sum. But I, I think in terms of the um, arrangement that we do have together, it is focused on working together for the long term. That's something else uh, that we're able to. So like. Uh, we, we, we did have the conversation with Jaron, or I personally had the conversation starting with the, um, you know, week before the grand final over 12 months ago. And as we became comfortable with each other going forward, uh, we were really interested in Four Pines uh, as a brand uh, based on Jaron being a part of it. And it was clear that as we got to know each other and as we got further or closer to today, um, that Jaron wanted to be in it for the long term. And that's what we were particularly interested in based on uh, his track record of building the brand, you know, which was uh, built by his people um, and and the culture behind it, and Jaron's focus on the consumer experience, which comes out through the um, uh, brew pubs in Sydney. And that, oh, sorry, Matt, that's also, you know, Pete said Jaron and the team, but th this is ultimately a team effort. This isn't about me, um, and it's everyone at Four Pines has actually made this happen, and that goes to my family and to you know, leadership people that have been there for years and years through thick and thin, uh, and also our guys that are on the ground in the coalface day to day, right? And it's a combination of all of us that have actually brought this to life. So what these guys are really getting is that kind of combination and every single person in my family and every single person in, you know, the, the leadership of Four Pines um, are absolutely, you know, they're committed and they've had time to digest this now. So they're actually super excited about what this is going to mean for the, the Four Pines business going into the future. So it's that, you know, around the world, you know, we, we, you see these things and they, they talk about Jaron or Jaron's equivalent, but it's, it's much more than that in our business. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a very, very exciting future ahead of us. Jaron, it's a, it's a credit to you talking about the culture that Four Pines has always been a very strongly culture-driven brewery. Um, you've built a brewery, and I can't remember any time when Four Pines has come out and said what you were against. Um, you know, it's, it's never been bashing big brewers. It's always been talking about we love uh, good beer and uh, talking about good beer, and uh, that, that's something to be applauded. Um, but at the same time, you were a, a, a very notable standout um, or holdout in joining the Craft Brewers Association because the big brewers were part of that. Um, when they formed the IBA earlier this year, you were very quick to join. Is there any con inconsistency between those messages, um, you know, not joining the CBIA because of the big brewers' involvement and then you know, becoming part of a big brewery? 
Yeah, I think, and mate, I've had months and months and months and months to think about and reconcile this as part of the whole picture. So I suppose how I'd best explain it, um, and this is probably a very abridged version, I think independence is great. Uh, I still do. And I think I think the Independent Brewers Association is, is a very, very good and noble thing, and, and um, I believe in it, right? In terms of what Four Pines is, right, independence, and I kind of broke it down because independence is, is probably more of a... a, a, a it's a, it's a representation for a lot of things and it, and it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Now, one thing that is absolutely for sure is Four Pines is no longer independently owned. That's a fact, right? But but independence and corporate, people think of it as very binary, right? And, and I was definitely in that camp. And you've got to remember, going back to, I'll just go up a, a level, Four Pines' purpose is to, um, you know, it's a lifelong journey with family, friends and community. Well, tick, that's still happening. It's to restore the fun in people's lives and, uh, you know, it's going to be way more fun without having banks on my back and landlords and that <laughs> kind of thing. And it's going to be a lot more fun for our people involved. They're going to, you know, there's a, a raft of opportunities has come. And I think when the boss is having more fun, everyone else has more fun as well. Um, and it's to forever challenge what the world imagines business should be. And so we've ticked all the boxes there, but if you're going to forever challenge what the world imagines business should be, you have to continually challenge yourself. And I was skeptical, make no mistake. And it actually, it was many, many conversations that, that I began to challenge my own paradigm. Now, going back to the whole independence piece, independently owned, for sure, we're no longer independently owned. But I thought about this and I thought, well, what does independence represent to me? Um, turns out it, it means a lot of things. It means, you know, are you, you know, do you have the ability to be free-spirited and to, to talk the way in which you wish to talk? And as you guys have seen from the press release, to be able to talk about goats and you know the fact that you're skeptical on a on a global press release, the, the fact is we can still talk out the way we want to talk. We wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, you know, do we still get to wear jeans and sneakers to work? Yes. Do we get to still make audacious business decisions? Well, with ZX Ventures, we're going to be able to make more. You know, do we still you know do we get to just randomly make beers with you know with absolute freedom? Well, of course, because that's part of the identity and the stuff that is Four Pines, and it may not be obvious now. Um, but over many, many, many months of conversations with these guys, they're all the things that I was absolutely adamant um, was, was really part of Four Pines DNA. But importantly, these guys, they, they demonstrated to me through you know, the acquisitions I've done around the world and, and that, that, that's the last thing they want to touch because if you get rid of that, then, then the, the identity and the, the purpose and the DNA disappears. There's no brand. It becomes a shitty return on investment, right? Mm. So long story short, independence is great. However, for us, we saw all these things that we had this, you know, they're in the future, they're five and 10 year goals. They're gonna be right in front of us in the next two years. And that's not just domestically, that's also globally. So we're gonna be able to do stuff that we never thought we'd be able to do. And, um, and, and that is, is, if you like it for us, a, um, a very, very reasonable trade for um, being independently owned. Um, so why not join the? So, so why hold out from joining the CBIA with all of those things uh, being true? Um, you know, what what was the barrier um, then for joining? Just because? Oh no, no. Big... Yeah, because because I guess from a independent brewers association, I believe the key remit that they're rallying around is independent ownership. If it really came to the crunch, right? If, if it really came to the crunch, what is what is the one thing that? Because no one probably had defined, you know. What, what is the, the key thing they're, they're rallying about? And it's probably that. Um, and, and I think it's very important, mate. And, and it's, it's very important to consumers. And, and um, it, it's very important for, 
uh, everyone, us and, and you know, big brands and whoever in, in all sorts of industries to be transparent because increasingly in the world, if you're not transparent, you're getting called out, right? So that's, that's what we've intended to be through this whole process. Beautiful. Peter, um, we've seen ABI buy a number of uh, you know, strategic breweries uh, around the world. Uh, Goose Island is one, uh, Camden Town is another. Big breweries seem to be much better at taking established uh, small breweries and making them bigger rather than uh, actually cultivating uh, or, or breaking fresh ground themselves. What is it about the dynamics of the industry that make it hard for big breweries to actually, um, you know, in- incubate uh, s- successful uh, craft brands? How do I answer that question? I, I think the first thing to say is, uh, I'm not sure whether that's right. I was trying to think whether that was actually correct, that statement. I, I think for us, that has potentially been correct over a number of years. But, you know, we, 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 we have built brands like uh, the Yak um, from scratch, um, and we're a big brewery and that has worked. Uh, but I know a lot of big people do call it a, a more accessible craft. Um, for us, uh, Four Pines is a, is a complementary addition to our portfolio. And, and Jared's going to keep us very busy um, as we move forward um, in cultivating the partnership. Um, so, you know, in terms of what works for us is to actually keep Jaron doing what he's doing uh, whilst we focus on the priorities we have in place. And maybe that's the secret of success that we'll soon find out over the next six months to a year. Jaron, um, have you, is ABI the only company that you've been in talks with over the past 12 months? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from the from the point of view, I mean, make no mistake, mate. People, you know, for the last five years, come and kick tyres. That that's common, and and uh, but as far as anything dinkum and serious, um, these guys are it. And um, and to be truthful, there's nothing that I've seen demonstrated from any other uh, company that I, I guess we would have wanted to um, you know go into this with. Because ultimately, when when it came to the crunch, the things that were were non-negotiable, funnily enough, were our, our purpose, um, who we are and, and what we stand for. And also we've got this concept inside our business called our Brewers 11, and there are 11 principles that we, we live by. And as it turned out, uh, ABI's business, um, that, that, they, that isn't called a Brewers 11 because people in New York don't have a fucking clue what cricket is. But <laughs> the, point is that, the, the point is is that their principles um, very much linked up to ours, everything from, you know, innovation, sustainability, um, you know, approach to beer. Uh, it just went on and on. It was, it was almost quite surreal when we lined them up. And that, that document, that's what we use in every board meeting, by the way, when we make decisions. So I know that the way in which we make decisions, the way in which we'll continue to run our business will, will be preserved. Um, so that's, that's um, yeah, it would have taken a lot to... To, to uh, I suppose shift our focus and our direction and what we're doing, but I guess to, to summarise, as we said, we really believe on the weight of everything. Uh, this makes a lot of sense. It's going to be a huge opportunity for our business and our people, and we're naturally pumped for, for what lies ahead. And just finally, then, uh, if we're out of time, um, have will you be utilising any of the breweries or you know within the CUB network um, outside of your own because you have. Um, I don't know if the situation's changed very recently, but you obviously have um, had some contract production supplementing um, Brookvale, you know, up, up until at least, you know, the rec- up until at least recent history. 
Uh, it's funny you should say that. I, I was speaking to the brewers this morning, and and like they almost had this image that tomorrow, like oh sorry, on Monday, that like you you press the switch and the carnival lights start up and all the brewing equipment just is suddenly there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so like we're going to expand Brookvale, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, and as as uh, um, you know, and I suppose as you know, Flip and I have been talking about if we um, if we began to uh, you know, get every single you know uh, salesperson in Australia selling four pines. We'd, we'd run out of beer tomorrow, right? So the point is, we we have to we have to ramp up incrementally um, in a very very sustainable fashion because not just in beer and our beer volume, say, but in every facet of our business, uh, be it you know brew pubs or you know <laughs> sustainability initiatives or innovation or whatever, we're actually going to be spoiled for choice now. So what we're about to start is a, a 90 day, you know, integration period. You know, as it turns out, we wanted to just land it on Christmas Day, so that so that um, we actually know what the future is going to look like. But already we know that Brookvale is going to get a, a pretty serious facelift, and um, there's going to be plenty more tanks dumped in and, and that kind of thing. But as as for what the long term future holds, I mean, can't be sure at this point. But if you still got cans being made out at Australian Beer Company, I believe was the case up until at least fairly recently. Yeah, we, we brew that beer and we tanker it down to Campari now. So yeah. naturally, so nat- then they, they do the canning there. So naturally, um, you know, things like on the, on, the, on the shopping list are things like canning lines and, you know, you name it, there's an there's a absolute shopping list. But as you guys also know, this stuff, you don't think about it and it materialises on Monday, like, you know, like the joke I had for the brewers this morning. It takes plenty of time to actually put it all together. Um, so, you know, it's the... the the guy, and I'll be frank with you, we actually don't know how hard we can push Brookvale. We know that we can push a lot further, but we don't know what the, the wastewater capacity is on that site. We don't know what the electricity capacity is in that site. Um, so we, we actually don't understand what Brookvale looks like yet. So until we really understand Brookvale, we're not going to be able to, you know, I suppose, galvanise a real solid plan, if that makes sense. But, but and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's business it's, it's business as usual with that, um, you know, outsource production for the time being, at least. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to have your uh, media guys uh, blowing a fuse if we uh, tie you up for any longer. So, uh, Jaron, oh, no, Flip- not, not, sorry, Matt, not we're going to. He already is. You should be blowing up. <laughs> <We're> going <laughs> to- if, if, if you got one last question, and then we'll uh, we, we will have to move on. No, no, that's okay. No, um, I was just going to say uh, congratulations, uh, Jaron. Uh, good luck uh, to, to you both uh, together. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing what uh, happens for Four Pines and ABI. And uh, thank you very much for taking a, uh, a lot of time out in a very, very busy day to uh, chat with us on Radio Brews News. Hopefully we'll be able to have a longer chatter once things have bettered down a little bit more and see if we can't get oh, a number out of you. No, yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Just be, be, get me on the piss, James, and try and shake the and wheel. <laughs> Try to get that number out of me. You, you, uh, you've, Jaron, you've obviously got to learn a little bit about, um, you know, responsible drinking messaging um, that uh, ABI will hopefully be able to knock into you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. <laughs> hopefully that's the only rough edge they knock off the brewery. But uh, good luck, guys, and thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Good you, boys. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Bye for now. And that was our chat with Jaron Mitchell and Peter Filipovic from Four Pines and CUB ABI InBev, respectively. Um, well, take from that what you will. Uh, certainly, it's going to be one of those questions that polarises a lot of people. 
but that seems to be the beer world that we're in. We started 2017 talking about the likelihood of seeing consolidation and buyouts, and it's pretty much uh, seems to be going that way. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors, Cry Malt, and also Brewpack, uh, without whom we can't make this podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to uh, chatting to you. Uh, as I said at the start of the program, we do have our regular programming resuming this week, and we'll be back with our uh, full complement of characters next week as well. Thank you very much for joining us. We look forward to joining you for a good beer again very, very soon.